What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. This is episode number 46. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I am Gabriella Lopes. And welcome back. Welcome back to um, us. Does that make sense? Like, welcome back to us? or Welcome back to our uh, non-daily daily episode. Yeah. <laughs> we should just start calling it that. Like, uh, the Mentally Gone Non-Daily Daily Podcast. You know what, though? Like, that reminds me of Bill Burr's episode yeah the the monday tuesday yeah, after the, <laughs> the monday before no the monday morning wednesday podcast he says something like that yeah uh well sorry i yawn i was yawning and then trying to talk um let me search it really quick like what's bill burr's podcast called it's called the Monday morning, Thursday afternoon, Monday morning podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he starts every episode with a welcome back to the Thursday morning. No, Thursday wait. afternoon. Thursday afternoon, Monday morning podcast uh, for this Monday or whatever he does. Yeah. It's funny. But yeah, so this is the non-daily daily episode of the Mentally Gone podcast. And... This is a podcast where obviously we discuss just news and crazy, outrageous things uh, that may involve and usually does involve conspiracies. We discuss our emotions, our sensibilities, our uh, human side as well. Mm -hmm. And today I just wanted to kick us off with this wild news headline that I just came across randomly. And frankly, it was while I was on the toilet, TMI. Whoa. Uh, and I just saw this headline. I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. Which kind of motivated me to ask Gabrielle if she wanted to do a daily podcast because there's just so much craziness going on in the world today, recently. All right. So this is a New York Post article. The headline reads, John Hopkins University refers to lesbians as, quote, non-men attracted to non-men so a non-man attracted to non-men while past definitions refer to lesbian as a woman who is emotionally romantically and or sexually attracted to other women this updated definition includes non-binary people who may also identify with the label mm. so isn't that crazy to you it's like the definition of a lesbian Right. Is a non-man who is attracted to non-men. Right. But then in that sense, it's kind of saying that a woman is a non-man. And I actually did yeah. see that that um, article or that like thing in the news, the whole like non-man. I, I, I think I have something on it, too. But anyways, mm. yeah, that that to me like to simplify what a woman is because that is what like to well that's what i thought a lesbian was is a woman attracted to a woman which it, to, it is what it is but to simplify a woman to then define them as non-man not like not even to simplify to me this is killing any idea of a biological woman and i feel like that's what they want to do like they whoever is in charge if it's char if it's uh, Klaus Schwab or whatever his name is, the freaking Nazi villain guy, I think that they want to emasculate all the men, remove them of any masculine energy, of any vigor, of any strength and power that could threaten their rule 
and overthrow their their crown, I guess. And they want to make every man feminine and have female qualities while completely destroying the idea of the female, of the woman. Yeah, and not even destroy, like just destroying, but making it offensive yeah. to say the word woman or making it like, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm I'm trying to think, but basically, like making it appalling to or or offensive. The be- that, that's the best word that I could figure, yeah, like come up with. Um, to be called a woman, mm. or or to even address or use the term woman, it's offensive now. Yeah, it, and it's super ironic because they keep using these terms non-man, but they hate men. You know, like these people hate men for being men. And so you can't be a man anymore, but you also can't be a woman. So what can you be? You can be this hybrid, made up fairy tale uh, version of a human being who has all of these labels, who just collects labels, you know, goes through life collecting labels. I am he, he, him, they, them, their, zier, zar, bar, 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 bar. And so it's just very confusing, but I think that that's by design. And then J.K. Rowling, who has been under fire by the LGBTQ plus community uh, with her past kind of statements that that she's made in in regards to transgender people and all that stuff. She tweeted recently, right, with the release of this new definition by the John Hopkins University. She tweeted, man, no definition needed for non-man formerly known as woman, a being definable only by reference to the male, in absence of vacuum where there's no manness. I just found that super, super wild. I don't know. It's just like they are trying to destroy whatever semblance we have of our own identity. And I think that that's just for when the time comes. There are no more warriors. There are no more hunters and and men who will be able to protest their rule yeah if that makes sense and so i found a tweet too because i was trying to find the one that i had read but um apparently they withdrew that definition like not too long after because they started to receive like um pushback a bunch of backlash yeah. right for the whole like non-man thing and then this um this person on twitter uh was saying that johns hopkins has abandoned biological facts in favor of gender extremism and the erasure of women. Yeah. Um, probably because they take funding from wealthy activists like uh, Jennifer Pritzker and Martine Rothblatt. I don't really know who those people are. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, um, it's super interesting. Just like I said, that the, the term woman has become like an outdated thing yeah yeah where where now it's like no like not it's not a woman it's non-man or it's this you know it's all these other things now but but then it's not what it's always been right and it's interesting because the glossary was greenlit by paula nera 
who is the director of LGBTQ plus equity and education at the university, who is herself transgender. So this idea that it's non-biased or it's for the greater good of humanity and it's and they often equate it with progress, even though it's a form of confusion, it's a form of just rewriting the rules of the matrix. And I think that that's what they're doing. Um, this person is transgender and they are the ones that are redefining these definitions. And so they're, they're the ones writing the code. Right. And I think that that shouldn't be allowed because you need balance and you need open discourse and you need both sides of the coin, but we are just simply accepting by not speaking on it and by labeling things as taboo and, and just hot topics that you can't talk about. Otherwise you'll get canceled. I think that we need to talk about it and have these conversations to stimulate um, opinions. And it's just really sad, you, you know, like that they're, they're, they're literally trying to erase biological women and they're, you know, em emasculating biological men and then turning them into a zombie fest of just followers of just feminine cu culture and just, you know, kind of emancipating themselves of any energy that can be useful yeah in the real world you know because then you don't have a revolution or any danger or prospect of a revolution rising because you have no men anymore so i think that that's where they want to go they want to kind of just usher us into the cosmic androgen or androgynous agenda which is making everything non-binary yeah you very know. very well said for sure which is interesting because the people in power, the people at the top, you don't see them transitioning. Yeah. You don't see them relabeling themselves other than a few celebrities who do it for the sake of just, um, what do you call it? Uh, ah, I forgot the name. Virtue signaling. So for the sake of being able to be casted into new movies, upcoming movies, because the studios are all abiding by the whole woke uh, credit system, credit score, which is, by the way, supervised by a organization that is run or that is owned by George Soros. And who's Joe, Joe Soros? George Soros. Oh, George Soros, sorry. Is like a huge uh, figure in the conspiracy realm because a lot of people consider him to be directly linked with Epstein, um, Epstein's Island, with Pizzagate, with everything like basically with the people who are actually in power and so he's one of those people oh yeah the we talked about this the last time and then i said that this is who the water news character in monsters Inc. Yeah. is supposed to be based off of too. exactly adrenochrome human trafficking kidnapping of children george soros is always mentioned in those conversations and so he's the one kind of behind the whole woke credit system and it all makes sense to me you know yeah, I, and what was I going to say? That the thing about the whole like um, celebrities and stuff, they they don't even have to do much. Like you can just say that you you your pronouns are different. You want to be referred to as they them, for example, and yeah. then you you already are labeled or considered to be like uh, a plus. You know, it's like oh, we're including you know non-binary people, and we're you know, and then and then it's attracting whatever audience they think they're attracting, like you said, with the woke credit score, and they they get to 
push their movies out or whatever it is. Exactly, because these people are nothing but pawns. And so to me, it's always been really, really, really clear, like clear as day. When I see Leonardo DiCaprio championing, um, you know, anti-climate change propaganda or climate change propaganda, to me, it's literally an actor. Like he's an actor. He's one of the greatest actors that has that that has ever existed. And so actors are good at doing what? They're good at acting, on taking on roles, on taking on different identities, characters, fictional narratives. They embody those things and that's how they make their living and that's how they make their statement in this world. And so whenever people look up to actors and they see an actor feeding a cow and saying, oh, like, go vegan, don't kill the animals, or they see an actor changing their Twitter pronouns or they see an actor championing and peddling you know climate change ideology and fear-mongering people follow these actors and they take their word but to me in the back of my mind it's like that's literally an actor yeah so why like why do we live in a society where we try to relate to people who don't have any sense of identity who are fluid in nature like these people don't have a firm grasp on their own identity and they're here trying to manipulate and trying to convert other people and the masses and the people who look up to them for whatever reason because they love their movie and and this movie made them feel something or this person is good looking and I'm a fan and I'm sexually attracted and so I'm going to listen to what they say. Yeah. And we live in such a weird world where people with common sense are not listened to, but people who have exposure, who have clout, who have recognition among the hive mind you know are the people who change the world and who govern whatever ideologies are implemented and just adapted and just like you said actors are just people who whose career is all about pretending yeah that's literally what they are and then who's to say that like all of these things that they are portraying to the public that they are personally like in their personal lives isn't just pretending to right exactly no and and they also capitalize off of it so i recently stumbled across um kevin hart's new restaurant he created a new restaurant yeah he recently launched a brand new concept that's basically vegan fast food oh my gosh and keith lee who is a huge tiktoker i don't know how many of um of our listeners are familiar with keith lee i think his name is keith lee but he's the guy who reviews foods and he sits down and he has like his unique style of editing and reviewing and so kevin hart invited him or his pr team or his marketing team invited him to experiment and to try this vegan food this vegan hamburger And so my point is that Kevin Hart is the most malleable person because he has experienced what it feels like to venture close to the edge in terms of cancellation with his one joke about his son being or or showing like gay, gay inclinations in him. I think I think I think that the joke was that he beat his son with a dollhouse or something like he just beat a dollhouse over his son's head or something like that but he did a joke that was kind of anti-gay and then he almost got canceled but you see kevin hart everywhere like he's in every commercial he's in chase commercials so he's owned by jp jp morgan um 
JP Morgan, he's owned by the establishment is my point. And then he just capitalizes off of it. And that's what all of them do is that they capitalize off of whatever narrative is being peddled to the masses. All they have to do is just be like water, be a chameleon and just adapt to the colors and they'll get handsomely rewarded Yeah. for that. And I don't know if you saw, but just a quick, it's kind of like a segue, but it's also to my point, Lady Gaga is now the face of Pfizer's new migraine drug, Nurtec ODT. Really? She's literally the face of Pfizer's new migraine drug. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure. I'm really not surprised. Like Lady Gaga, she's always been very questionable in the things that she portrays in her videos, the, mm. the people that she surrounds herself with. And so, yeah, that that's crazy. But why Lady Gaga? Like, why? To me, it makes absolute sense. To me, it's just, um, it's like very straightforward. Like she is one of the most satanic i think artists out there and has been for a long while she has close connections with that um with that lady that does the spirit cooking i forget her name i'm sure that people listening know her name like from the top of their tongue but i just always forget it's like a weird russian name or yeah i know who you're talking about let me just go uh google spirit cooking and she'll pop up <laughs> uh her name is marina Abramovic. Abramovic, I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. But she's closely related and linked with that lady. She's explained in interviews how Marina, is that what I just said, Marina? Yeah. How Marina once um, put blindfolds on Lady Gaga, stripped her down naked, and then lured her into the middle of the woods and then left her there to fend for herself and survive and make her way back. And that was part of a ritual, a satanic ritual. So she had to kind of just use her senses or enhance her senses or channel demons. Or I don't know the full extent of what that means because I'm not versed in that universe and the universe of the occult and the, you know, satanic realm, I guess. But my point is Lady Gaga is one of the biggest satanic puppets to have ever existed like even more than madonna you know like she even was labeled that she was she is the like our generation's madonna kind of yeah and so this new drug what is it meant for migraines you said yeah look i'm gonna try to play it i don't know if the bluetooth is connecting to the thing so i'm just gonna try to see if it if it picks up on the microphone huh let's see hold on guys Wait, I might have to open Filling in the empty space of lack of noise. Yeah. One of the millions suffering from pain caused by migraine, Nurtec ODT may help. It's the only medication that can treat a migraine when it strikes and prevent migraine attacks. Treat and prevent all in one. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec. Allergic reactions can occur even days after using. Most common side effects were nausea, indigestion, and stomach pain. We're in this together. Talk to a doctor no, we're about not. Nurtec ODT. We're in this together. We're not. <laughs> no, we're no, not. We're not. This is the like the most interesting thing. Like Pfizer is really not giving a fuck anymore. Like they're just the like they don't care. 
every comment that I've read before on our conspiracy TikToks or on our YouTube podcast comment section of people like writing, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's right in front of our faces. Like I, I can't agree more with that statement. It's like th there's no reason for them to hide because people are not a threat anymore, you know? And I feel like a lot of past civilizations and past empires they crumbled at the hand of the people at the hands of the people when they would rebel and i think that this empire this new world order this one world government is doing everything they can and this time it might actually work where they're just neutralizing any possibility of us rebelling or of us you know get like coming together and trying to revolt against what's being kind of given to us you know and i wanted to just mention this which is like a little off topic but not off topic completely but i want to talk about this on our podcast too but there's a a statue in switzerland and it's called the kindly fresser brunnen mm. in english the child eater fountain mm. and this statue i don't know if you could see it from there yeah I see. oh my god is literally this like demon elf kind of figure i don't even know how to describe it just eating a child like with the child's head in its mouth mm -hmm. and then other children like on its arm um with like crying faces like not even children these are infants that's insane and it's that's the, in switzerland you said yeah the kindly uh, K-I-N-D-L-I Fresser F-R-E-S-S-E-R Brunnen B-R-U-N-N-E-N and it translates to the child eater fountain in English. Jesus. And what else is located in Switzerland and as we know the, the WEF the World Economic Forum the World Health Organization the CERN Particle Collider the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, mm -hmm. the World Trade Organization, and the United Nations, all located in Geneva, Switzerland. Because that's where they live. Yeah. And that's why Switzerland is considered to be one of the best places to live on the planet. You know, like they have zero crime rate. They have prisons that are so empty that... They have to shut them down because there's no use for them. Mm -hmm. They have the best education, the best schools. And that's because that's where the creators and the owners of the Matrix live. Like, it's very simple. Like, if you had to ask me, like, oh, like, where do you think the Matrix, you know, evildoers reside? And I would say Switzerland, 100%. Yeah. That's why they're, look, historically speaking, there have never been wars, like significant involvement of Switzerland in wars, like significant involvement. Wars have never really taken place within the confines of that country, within its perimeter. And there's a reason. It's because you, they don't shit where they eat and they make sure that they have their little secluded safe haven it's while the rest escape, of the world right. burns yeah to just burns to the ground exactly and what's interesting is that this thing is supposed to be like a demon and um a lot of like in like biblical references show that demons refer to themselves as they them mm. so that's pretty interesting too where there's like the these like parallels to 
what's the happening. transgender agenda and and everything that's been happening as of late you know what i started thinking recently and this might be a crazy crazy out there conspiracy but you know how ancient like every ancient society every ancient civilization they would really focus on the construction of statues and they and they would worship statues and create statues of gods and statues of idols and saints and everything and then now we're venturing into the world of robots and ai what if that's literally what we've been always kind of designed and programmed to become the uh cocoons for this butterfly that will be ai but what if AI and robots are more than what we're led to believe? Like we're led to believe by science and by computer engineers that it's just a bunch of code put into a computer and this and this and that. But what if like that's what it is, is that Satan, demons, the evil energies of this world, they've been trying to get in for a long time. And maybe that's what statues were. But at that time, we didn't have the technology to really understand. But Whoever made the first statue, like, why? Like, what's the reason? Yeah. You know, is it to try to offer the statue to the, like, to, like, to these energies for them to inhabit and channel and, and, and possess? And then now that we have the technology, we're able to create robots that move and walk and talk. And so it's a perfect vessel for these energies to reside in and to finally, like, they're getting their say that's crazy and so like maybe that's it you know like maybe that's what statues were it's like it's meant to be that it's meant to channel and to embody those those um energies and the only reason i'm saying that is because i saw this tiktok earlier today of this guy in mexico there was this statue of of the um sleeping beauty uh princess i, I don't know what her name Belle. is bell yes oh no not sleeping beauty sleeping beauty beauty i think is aurora i think yeah aurora, aurora so a statue of a disney princess was caught on camera moving and i don't know if it was a hoax or not because it's kind of like blurry but this guy i guess he works security at this place and they have an an old statue of a disney princess and then he was freaking out filming from afar and he filmed this figure that was clearly wearing a dress moving and then he ran towards it and then when he turned the corner the statue was just there in a corner kind of kind of just like frozen obviously but it moved yeah wait so it moved positions too yeah like it like it was moving like a normal person moves and i don't know if it was a hoax it, it probably was a hoax but Either way, like that doesn't matter if that video is real or not, but the idea that that these seeds or this agenda has existed for as long as we've been on this planet, you know, like whatever evil force governs us has always been trying to get in. Right. And and back then, like hundreds or however long ago, these statues that people would create were um, like spiritual entities. So it would be like yeah. the owl gods or whatever it was. Exactly. And yeah. so then it's like, what, just like you said, like, what is it meant to invite Yeah. to that location that it's been built? Right, right. Because I feel like everything carries energy. I feel like the Egyptian hieroglyphs, for example, are a form of super like super advanced technology but spiritual technology that people nowadays just don't understand i feel like if you 
you know, touch certain walls. And if you touch certain images, I feel like you might channel something. And the Sphinx and the pyramids and everything is a form of channeling and energy. But then it depends on what energy you wish to channel. And if there's evil, then there has to be a counterbalance, which is good. You know, because everything in the universe is a balance. It's a battle of opposites. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that's all I have for today. Um, I wanted to mention like just two other quick things, but there was a, um, there's this like transgender YouTuber, but she's, I think, I think she refers herself as she, but she's unlike a lot of the transgender people and and people in the transgender community Mm -hmm. because she believes like um like she speaks out on like the extremist um kind of the extremist what's the word i'm looking for side side of it right extreme side of it right and so she posted a video talking about pride month of 2023 which we are now in pride month it's june um and she the title of the video is pride month 2023 is a hot mess and it's her kind of bashing the girl that went topless at the white house and just like basically just recounting events that have happened so far in june of 2023 during pride month Mm -hmm. in the pride lgbtq community that are just like absurd and and appalling or whatever the case is and so she posted this but then um apparently she got her video age restricted for the content Mm. so it said that people under the age of 18 per hour community guidelines are not allowed to watch this video and then she said she put a tweet saying youtube age restricted my video containing pride parade footage right Mm -hmm. um and then asked if it's not appropriate for minors to watch on youtube how is it appropriate for them to go to actual events yeah so she is very like she's already spoken out against like these things not like not being for children like a bunch of other things so she's She's a transgender YouTuber. She's a transgender woman, but she doesn't see the same way that a lot of the transgender community sees. That's very interesting to have a person in, in the that community. Space, yeah. Yeah. Being vocal against what's going on because that just shows that it's not all encompassing. So it's not really for transgender people. It's for control. Like that's what they, they work for. And that's what they aim to achieve is control. Right. And then, and, and I think she's like spoken out against like the grooming aspect, even of like children being exposed to like drag and all this stuff. And that it's just, it like, that's why she made this comment. Like if the vid, if this video kind of like, um criticizing these things is inappropriate because it has these things in it then why is it that those things themselves are not inappropriate and so but but it is inappropriate because a lot of states have been passing bills recently to kind of get that under control with the whole like um exposing these things to children because it is like a grooming situation no it is 100 percent. and so to say that it's like uh 
you know violating your rights and stuff i think is a is far-fetched mm-hmm. because you still have your rights you just don't do it in front of children yeah. like that shouldn't be too much to ask for and if it is then that's a that's like an alarming uh that's just alarming if you're yeah. if you're against you know wanting kids to see these things and to add on to that i'm trying to find because i thought i saved it but i saw this um this poster i guess or this pamphlet rather this advertisement pamphlet for a pride event or for something along the lines of lgbtq plus event or whatever it is in a specific country i think it might have been in switzerland imagine (laughs) yeah in switzerland i think it might have been in the u.s but anyways it was saying i thought i found it hold on guys sorry it was basically saying that parents are not allowed Hmm. that it's only for children so only children up to 15 years old were welcome to this parade and to and to this event what and that just goes to show that they are targeting your kids like they want to influence the next generation which they already are and so a lot of people in order to kind of fulfill their want and their need to be included you know peer pressure especially young kids they will do whatever they're told to do as long as it involves being inclusive and i've seen glimpses of that of like if you don't abide or if you have like a different view on things then these young people will turn to you and say like oh like like no like you can't say that because it hurts the feelings of whatever and it's just not right it's not cool it's not okay and that's how they all talk and so i just found that interesting how to your point like they are targeting kids and people who say that they aren't targeting kids are super super delusional because there are clear you know like messages being being um shoved down people's throats kids throats yeah and i know that we talk about these things a lot and then maybe people are like oh like no but you have to talk about it because you have to it's talk like you know it's so crazy it's talked about a lot because it's happening a lot it's like it's happening so much more than i think anyone is has ever seen or is used to or is or anything and and i think that there are just some things that if you if you don't agree with then it 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 doesn't have to be this thing that you have to get used to like you should have the right to just like speak on these things even if it goes against like what the majority feels or even if it goes against how it makes certain people feel or whatever the case is it's like yeah and if you're a fan of conspiracy theories i feel like there's no better time than now to be a conspiracy theorist because you're literally living inside of a conspiracy a conspiracy to kind of destroy your like any freedom you have ways of thinking of being of acting in the world everything is being targeted including your family the entire family structure is is decaying women are being killed literally like the the definition of a biological woman is being killed of the definition of a biological man is being destroyed everything is being destroyed and transformed right before your eyes and so to not talk about these things as they happen i feel is the biggest disservice we can uh have 
Is yeah. that how you say it? The biggest the disservice biggest that we can that we can face, kind of. Yeah, or? yeah. Like we, like we have to talk about it. Yeah, we have to have these conversations, or at the very least, if you're listening, you have to think about these things, and then hopefully have a conversation with other people about it, and that's how you start this domino effect. And so one, like it, like it has to be started. You know, like you have to start. Yeah, I really don't think that. Again, like I said, if with all the changes and things that have been happening it's it's to me it's normal that there's going to be you know people kind of just like speaking up against it or not agreeing with certain aspects of it Mm -hmm. and so yeah like i i always say it and i'll always continue to say like anything involving children is touchy yeah um and i that's just where i draw the line personally it's like where you're you know kind of in like having this very strong influence on children who don't really have control to like don't have a hundred percent control as to what they're consuming and exposed to and so you're you're just like throwing these things on them in a sense and 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 i don't know like that's just where i draw the line from for me personally like the the books that i've seen appear in school libraries like i told you there's a children's book and it's about like um everyone can swing and i don't know if people know but there are swingers like literally the term swingers which um they'll go to like hotel rooms and then they'll put an upside down pineapple or something on yeah. their door on their cars on their on cars everything, and yeah. then that's like a sign that you're inviting like people to just come in and have yeah. an orgy or whatever the case is and there's a children's book that's like saying that that's talking about swinging mm-hmm. like everyone can swing boys can swing with girls and girls can swing with girls and yeah. we can all swing together but it's like there's like these implications you know when you when you as an adult are looking at these things that priming it's conditioning right that you you're questioning like what like what is the value of this book about swinging like it's obviously not about like a swing set at a park yeah because what is the value of that like why why did it have to be specifically the word swinging there is no value it's it's literally just about priming kids to sexual kinks that defer them from traditional values and ethics. Yeah, and so like that's where I draw the line is where it's like it's it's um it's being you know it's in schools it's it's now at home in movies it, so you almost you can't escape it so. It would be a different story if it was like, you know, just something naturally happening, whatever. I don't even know how to explain it, but just like just something not like so vivid and wild and out there, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Or yeah, like or 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 very like heightened, I guess. Right. But then it's like it's so different when it's you like everywhere now it's like not even in school where kids are just supposed to be learning about the subjects that the core subjects that we've been taught like just math english science whatever um now it's like this too it's like you know 
Arts, they celebrate Pride Month as well, and they have these curriculums, they have these school books, and yeah, like, that's just where, again, I always say, but that's where I'm, like, iffy about this stuff, and that's just where I'll always stand. I don't think that'll change. I think that if you mess with the kids, then, then, then that act and that decision warrants violence i feel not that we are kind of um uh trying to motivate people to be violent but we are saying in a sense of like being aggressive i think it warrants aggression yeah you know because if you see manipulation happening if you see people being victims of ideological possession and you are one of the few that's you know, trying to escape the matrix and f- and find yourself often looking from the outside in, then it's your responsibility to try your best to dive back in and pull out as many people as you can, especially the children. So it's it's literally a burning house, and we're all just trying to run in and save as many people as we possibly can. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that that's what we try to do, like try to do with this podcast, even though we're not experts uh, um, on anything we're just critical thinkers and we think for ourselves and we think and we have strong opinions about the world and maybe that's why you enjoy this show and maybe that's why you subscribe to this podcast and you listen to it whatever reason it is that's how i see it is that we're just trying to run into burning building which is the world which is america which is family values it's it's literally everything schools and we're trying to just save as many people as we possibly can but that's why, for example, uh, like the the point that I'm trying to make is that if you don't speak up, then you like or you don't feel like free to speak up, then that's just a sign that you are being silenced. So people who are scared of cancel culture, yeah. people who are scared that they're going to be labeled certain ways, you know, homophobic, transphobic, phobic, this, that, whatever, the yeah. third. Which are just words, by the way. Right. But but anyways, my point is that ju- just like there are extremes of those things, there are extremes of other things as well. But but my point is that you you shouldn't be afraid to be silenced or ridiculed because that's just a part of the human experience it's like or or you shouldn't or rather these these things shouldn't silence you so for example something that i wanted to mention on our podcast too is that there you know that swimmer the transgender swimmer on the girls um swim team for i forget what um what thing it was yes i do know because I've seen um I've seen a video that they made on her. I think it's like a promo or something. Yeah, Leah Catherine Thomas yeah. for the University of Pennsylvania, the that swimmer, right? I think it was Leah Thomas. Yeah. Um, but apparently there was th- there the girls on that swim team were obviously being, you know, beat by her time, her her swimming times and stuff. And they couldn't say much about the fact that she was transgender because um, I'm not sure what it was, wh- who was sending the emails. It was like the board of the of the um, swim team or whatever it was, the board of something was like sending emails to all of the swim mates saying that you cannot speak out against mm. Leah Thomas 
And if you do, there will be consequences. So even Damn. threatening yeah. to kind of like take them off of the team or whatever the case is. Like they kept it very vague. They tried to be like fake friendly mm -hmm. and whatnot. And then instilling fear to these like swim mates whose lives that like they've also worked, you know, extremely tirelessly to be swimmers and to reach the points that they were at. Yeah, their entire lives working towards this one goal and then the establishment is Makes capable it, of just stripping it all away from you. But but also like making it impossible for them to achieve like those dreams that they might have. So if if one girl was like, oh, I want to place first mm -hmm. and I want to have this time or whatever, but then she can't because there's this person who has an advantage over her because they are not a girl. So yeah. so because they are competing with a biological male exactly. and it's even more confusing if you consider the fact that maybe these girls grew up their entire lives practicing and competing with other girls and it just so happens that in recent times in the times that we're living in this thing this new thing is now the new norm it's that female bio biological females are supposed to compete with biological males mm being that these females they were their entire lives practicing against other females and so my point is that like how do you even cope how do you navigate this new set of norms you know this 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 new rule book that you're just supposed to memorize and and repeat and regurgitate and just accept yeah like we've given like we haven't been given any choice and that's why i feel like we don't live in a true democracy i don't think we ever have humans have i don't think humans have ever really achieved true democratic prowess or just a true peaceful democracy because of that it's like we have like nobody has been asked what they think about this stuff we've just been given this stuff and, mm -hmm. and told to accept it and if we don't accept it then we'll be ostracized and we'll be shamed and stripped away of any uh like anything that we've achieved so far and so that's why actors are horrified because they have to go through all these hoops already as an actor and then just to think that you're gonna have your whole career destroyed because you just refuse to understand anything that's happening you know or you ref just refuse to kind of abide by the narrative yeah and if you guys are interested to see what the ex-teammate by the way so i think that she either um kind of removed herself from the team or she was kicked off mm -hmm. but the ex-teammate of leah tom uh thomas or or i forget what her name is um her well this girl's name is paula scanlon and she put out a video on twitter like kind of sharing the whole story and then she includes like the emails and everything and i'm pretty sure that this is going to come out in like a documentary or something or like in you know a full length thing mm -hmm. um that will that she's like continuously trying to you know um expose and put out to the public is this idea that like y because it's going against the narrative that's being pushed that you can't speak out and that you have to just be scared and crawl into your shell and be silent and and obedient 
and then that's it. Yeah. And and swallow every like ounce of dignity that you have for yourself. So I just found out it was the Penn Athletics, so the Pennsylvania Athletics Department that was sending her an email and they were sending warnings. So warnings for people who even like mentioned anything of it. Mm -hmm. And then this is exactly what they wrote. Is they said, if anyone it sounds like a threat ready if anyone speaks out against leah swimming you will regret it exactly what? like that that's crazy with the with the <laughs> emphasis on oh, like God. you will regret it so no, it's no. like a threat it's like blackmailing that's when the majority that is being punished for nothing has to rally together and overthrow the person that's threatening because it's a small group that's in power that's misusing and abusing the power and sending these emails out and threatening people. So the majority of the people affected by these words have to rally together and overthrow these people in power. And that's how humans have always been. But again, it's just that we've been kind of made to always be scared. We're always scared. If you think about it, like that's what news are. Like that's what the news is. It's a, an incessant 24 hour cycle of just fear, fear bombs. It's like, here's a, an atrocious thing that happened. Old lady gets knifed down in broad daylight while buying bread. Uh, this person, like this happens. There's a nuclear attack. There's just nuclear threats. There's this and this. It's all negative. It's because we're supposed to be in this constant state of fear. And that's why people don't think about revolution anymore. And I, and I think that that's by design. It's we are tr supposed to be stripped of any ounce of resolve and agency so that we never revolt and rebel and, and overthrow these people, these clowns that are in power. And you'll see that in a lot of cases, like people who do want to speak out, they do it with voice changers. They have yeah. to do it with like uh, complete anonymity. Like I can't even say that word. Anonymity. Anonymity. I don't yeah. even know. Anonymity. An or anonymity, whatever. But they have like their their faces blurred out everything your their voice changed and or or they have to do it on like fake accounts and stuff yeah otherwise and, they get killed right other or or it's like you you like the scary thing is that with like the whole cancel culture you lose your job if yeah. you have one you get kicked out of the school if you're in one your whole life you get death threats your family will get death threats all these other things because people have no freaking control yeah. at all so i've i've never once went online and sent death threats to somebody mm -hmm. so for someone like for the people that do that i like i just find that to be just extremely uh, just like that that should be a crime yeah. like that should be a crime like if you do that you you deserve to be locked up mm -hmm. you know like to the, not even to an extent like if you make a threat on someone's life then yeah, you deserve to be even if it's prosecuted. like just an implied whatever you think you're doing like you're yeah. just trying to intimidate someone like that that should be a crime but my point is that the real death threat is the people that that want to silence these things and that when you speak out they they you know in ruining someone's life, that is death itself. Yeah, it's like to me, it's constitutional murder. 
Yeah. Because you... it's a constitutional right to speak out, to, to have an opinion. And these people are murdering that right. Yeah. And and also like, like, how do I explain it? If you if you are like threatening someone's entire life, like the their their reputation, their reputation, their career, their um, livelihood, education, all of these things, right? Just because they have differing opinions, that to me is a death in itself because you're completely stripping this person of their entire like stability and 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 livelihood that they've created for themselves i do think whatever maybe there are certain scenarios where it's it's well deserved or whatever people want to say mm -hmm. i guess like i don't i i'm not one for that personally whoever thinks that in extreme cases it's it's um well deserved like i said okay it's warranted right but then in these cases like just because it's a differing opinion. Yeah. And it's something like it's literally just that. It's just a difference in opinions that people think that it warrants these things, mm -hmm. you know, and that people have to be ashamed to show their face in public, to even have a, a social media account, to to not be able to find a job, like all of these things just because of a difference in opinion. Like this girl before speaking out about like this whole thing that was happening she was scared she said that she was terrified that she was going to stay silent and that much of her other teammates also were going to stay silent or were silent or or are still silent yeah because they're they're scared of like this their whole like sense of stability and security just crashing and burning because that's the backlash that you get when you go against the for having an opinion right but when yeah. you go against the the, the agenda the whatever yeah the controllers because that's what it is it's just these people it's all controlling you know that's mm -hmm. how i feel and my final um comment to that is i highly recommend you guys checking out uh patrick bet david i think his name is uh pbd podcast if you just type that in on youtube he did a recent um, exclusive interview with the Tate brothers, Andrew Tate and, and um, Tristan Tate. And I highly recommend checking those, like both of those interviews out. Super insightful, super interesting. Um, to me, the Tate brothers are a prime example of how you can't speak against the establishment because they will imprison you. They will do everything they can to silence you. And I feel like that is the unfortunate reality. But to people like us and to people who are listening, like-minded individuals, we just have to stay close to each other and just stay united and just realize that we are at war. Yeah. And so fear is not an option, I don't think. And if you are fearful and if you do want to kind of sit this fight out, just know that in the future, there is no place for you because of that choice. It's like you have to fight, you have to vocalize, you have to be vocal, you have to be expressive, you have to put your foot down and say what you think and do the best you can to fight with the weapons that you have at your disposal. Yeah, it's it's definitely like I, like the obvious is that there's power in numbers. So right yeah. now the power <clears throat> and, and the numbers are like 
with these things that that to me are just like i don't know it's just it's too much like to for for like an athletic department to kind of like threaten their their swim athletes it's Mm. too much like it's just it's just uh way over the line and that's just my thoughts on it it's like i'm not for anything that's like way over the line Mm-hmm. Where it's now, like, again and, and again, I consider these these like I I think they're in college, but they're they're still young, you know, and and an athletic department that has like all of this control over the destiny of of their swim career or whatever it is, mm-hmm. for them to just speak that way and this way that's like meant to make someone feel like scared unsafe yeah Yeah, like you feel unsafe that i don't know that yeah i i don't even have words it's just it's It's too much it's a scary place and that's where right now like that is where the numbers are but if everybody just like speaks take like we have freedom of speech for a reason yeah and if they if think about it if they're silencing people um for like who are outwardly speaking against these things and and they're taking away that right of your freedom of speech then with that you know that you know like you just you're just aware of like what's really going on yeah and you just push even more and that's how i see it yep <laughs> yeah this is a crazy one huh yeah it's a crazy crazy little nutter i mean it's like it's crazy because it's you know like you start you start second guessing like oh should i have should i have said these things because i know that i do i do second guess sometimes but then i'm like no like i don't ever second guess and i know that people especially us like we're quote-unquote influencers uh we have a second channel that's called mentally gone reacts and we have videos that are in the hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. And so we're like growing as influencers, quote unquote, and I hate to use that term, but as like content creators. And there has never been any moment where I've regret saying anything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm a human being with a microphone and a voice and I have opinions. I, I read as much as I possibly can. I try to understand the world i analyze the world and from that interpretation i decide to share it and so whether it uh aligns with your belief systems or or it doesn't it doesn't like it makes no difference to me because one of the one of the reviews i think that was left on apple apple podcast either apple podcast or spotify reviews for our podcast was a uh i believe it was a lady name that said that we should kind of like stop um, bashing religion because I have been known to kind of like criticize certain aspects of institutionalized religion, organized religion, because I'm very critical of them because of the corruption and the um, extreme uh, disease that permeates those establishments when it comes to abuse abuse of power abusing children abusing power abusing all these things 
And there was that comment and I saw it. And then for a brief second, I was like, huh, should I stop? Like, should I change my opinion on religion? Like, like, like that thought went through my head for like a brief second. And then I caught it. And then I was like, this is probably how people feel. Like, this is probably how most influencers feel is that once they see a comment from one random person on the, uh, one random person on the internet who criticizes their way of seeing the world and just talking about the world, they completely shift in order to be more PG-13, in order to be more in line with what the hive mindset is. And in like after I picked up on it and I caught it, I was like, no, nah, fuck that person, honestly. Yeah, and also so something else is that like I am religious because yeah. I do have faith in in God. I my faith lies in like the Catholic Christian yeah. religion, and and so like this show alone should prove that it doesn't really matter if your perspectives are different. And I mm -hmm. and again and I've also had times where I was like, oh, I'm an atheist and. Or, or I'm a, what's the other word? Agnostic. Agnostic. Like I believe yeah. in something, but I don't know what it is. And, and so like my point is that like it doesn't, it, it shouldn't matter what someone's religious views are. It shouldn't matter what someone's views are on, on a lot of subjects. It shouldn't matter because mm -hmm. you can still have a conversation yeah. um about whatever it is about these things, even these specific things and yeah. And that's it. And that's like, like, what is, is everyone supposed to be religious? Is everyone supposed to be Christian? Christian? Is everyone supposed yeah. to be Muslim? Is everyone supposed to be Catholic uh, or whatever it is? Like pro, pro, pro abortion. abortion? Is everyone supposed to be pro or pro choice rather? Is everyone supposed to be like, no, uh, like everyone is not supposed to be. Yeah. And that that is my hope with everything. Just is. Like you you don't have to follow suit with yeah. anything. Um and so because because it's just not the way it works. Like everything is subjective. The your experience uh, this human experience that you're having or this spiritual experience is the way that we like to look at it yeah. is subjective to you and your life. Exactly. And that's it. And that's all like that's all that matters if if i if if you and i are capable of just like sitting here we live together we're dating and we have different religious views mm -hmm. what the like that should speak volumes to people so the yeah. comment like that Callie is bashing religions he just and i never bash religion by the he, way he I just criticized right he's just aspects. criticizing certain as like look at what yeah um the dalai lama was doing with a child you know like you which which we we also received an email when that episode came out with someone i believe who understands tibetan culture um is it tibetan yeah right the dalai lama is tibetan i don't know but a person who is a part of that culture kind of like sent an email and said like no like take it down now right now you can't say things like that Again, like these are ideologically possessed people who just can't think critically for themselves and who are heavily indoctrinated into a way of thinking that has been maybe injected into them since birth, you know, and I've known people like that. I have family members who are exactly like that. But what I am is a critical thinker and I myself believe that there is a greater good 
that I, that you can call God, you can say whatever it is. And all like my journey right now at this moment is in trying to find my way to that greater good. Right. So I'm finding my way to God. I don't think that humans have the power to adopt any belief. I feel like the the belief system finds you. So if I have an experience that makes me believe that this exists, then so be it. Right. And that's my like that's my business. Like it's nobody else's business. Right. If a certain experience happens where I start believing that there is no God and I and I become like Nietzsche, I become like Schopenhauer, I become extremely nihilistic and just atheistic and just I want to see the world burn, you know, then so be it. But like that's my business. Yeah. And also, like, let's say that tomorrow you you an alien species makes its way to our planet and it makes um millions of people question their faith or question the fabrics of reality right in their their creator or or in who they believe in then it's like what what will you say then is my point like that's my like my whole point is that everything is subjective so your experience in life have made it subjective that you feel that way and someone else's experience make them feel that way. Yes. Well, well, people already have answers to that because whenever we talk about aliens or whenever we mention aliens or the topic of conversation is aliens, people comment and react to it saying, oh, those are fallen angels. Those are demons. Those are the... So it's like people, again, they... Most people reside within these frameworks, even some of the people that claim to be free thinkers and critical thinkers and claim to try to break out of the matrix. They themselves live and are dependent heavily on a version of the matrix, which is religion. Right. Which, again, that's my opinion, but that's not bashing it. It just is what it is. It's like it's a way of thinking. It's a framework. And so those people already say, like, those are fallen angels, uh, Project uh, Bluebeam, or, you know, it's like they try to justify and make it make sense with what they know. Yeah. I, but yeah. the reality is that there's a lot of existence that lives beyond the confines of what we know as people, of what we're told exists by our, by our government. And so... Part of my journey on this planet is just exploring every aspect or every facet of existence. Like I want to just explore every religion. I want to eventually, once we kind of stabilize more with the podcast and we hire editors and we hire full-time employees and the show grows, I'm going to have more free time hopefully. And I just want to dive deep into understanding the world. If that means us traveling, if that means me reading the Quran uh, me reading other religious texts. I want to read the Bible front to back. I want to analyze everything with an open mind. And then I want to make my final conclusion. And that'll be maybe 10 years from now, 50 years from now, who knows? But then I'll be able to tell everybody, hey, Cali Lacerda believes that this and this and this is true. Because then I'll be in a position where I've explored enough. I have an open right. mind. I also want to learn about occultism i want to understand it i want to visit the pyramids in giza i want to touch hieroglyphs i want to understand cultures and all that stuff yes and not in a way that's like you learn all of this information and then you try to 
like yeah. enforce it on others, but no. rather you just you just like say what you feel. It's yeah. like say what you've come to experience and what you've unraveled for yourself. And if that entices you to pursue that line of thinking, then that's on you. Right. Like I like I will simply respond to any questions that are made. You know, like I also want to learn about Aleister Crowley. I want to purchase the the famous books of that character and and read it and try to understand because i because from what i know all i know is that alistair crowley is satanic he's he's an occultist but that's just one example it's like i need to understand the enemy you know like i need to understand the people that 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 worship certain things and the only way to understand that is by di diving deep into that world with an open mind but not an open mind of thinking like, oh, like I'm going to adopt all these teachings. I'm going to become a fucking uh, witch. I'm going I'm to become a wizard. I'm going to become a practitioner of blood sacrifice. I'm going to no. it's literally understanding what the elites like and, and what they revere and what they worship and then understanding it. But yeah. a lot of people, they just live in their own matrix and their own framework. And then whenever they're confronted with other things that are just super inhumane like baby sacrifice they just chalk it up to oh that's super like super satanic these people are going to pay in hell make them pay now you know like start like start revolting start understanding start opening your eyes to the world you know because the world is more than what happens when you die the world is more than heaven hell and all that stuff yeah and so that's that's my opinion but again like i'm going to be labeled as controversial i'm going to be labeled as uh the antichrist you know i'm going to be labeled as this and that it's like people just give you names because the, because be, because you make them on like make them uncomfortable and you make them think and thinking hurts you know like it causes pain it stirs emotions inside it it crumbles foundations that have been built from ever since you were born by your parents, by schools, by friendships, by experiences. And so it's just painful to, right. to hear different opinions. But guess what? Like, that's what this show is always going to be. And I'm always going to evolve as a person. My thought process, my belief systems are going to evolve as I experience more life. More life. More life. Hashtag Drake. Yeah. And uh, that's Mentally Gone for you. Yeah. And that has been this episode of Mentally Gone Daily. Um, non-daily mentally gone non-daily oh yeah. daily podcast non-daily daily podcast i think that that's what we're gonna call it then right yeah because it's not daily trust me guys yeah we try our best but <laughs> no we we kind of don't yeah no. we don't even really try honestly <laughs> no we. No, we, i'm we, kidding it's it's because of life stuff I sometimes yeah like there's no trying so like if we try we do yeah and when we don't try because we can't then we don't do so like if, yeah. if we won't try because we can't so just letting you know like if we don't do these episodes it's because we could not do this episode for yeah. whatever reason because of time constraints because we Anything, have other right. channels and stuff yeah, or depression yeah or whatever or anxiety. else right yeah all of these things so Oh, I was saying depression for both of us, but yeah, then yeah, you said yeah. anxiety trying to come at me. No, 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 no me. <laughs> me too. I'm like, I know you say it because I'm the anxious one. No, but I'm also anxious um, at times. But yeah, so just know that if we don't do, it's because we couldn't do. Um, and that when we try, we yeah. always will do. So anytime we try to do one, 
we will do one. Yeah. And all I want is to save the world from itself and spread love and understanding, open-mindedness, and hopefully that brings us together as people. Honestly, guys, all I want is, like, I'm just here for myself oh, sometimes. Selfish bitch. No, like, what I mean by that, when I, when I say I'm here for myself, is that, like, really, nothing else matters like or it shouldn't matter like have like all of this weight mm-hmm. other than just you know what what you can control in your own little space exactly and and you already do that by just talking to the microphone right and so like even the things that i talk about like when i talk about the transgender stuff like at this point in my life it's not like impacting me personally like Directly. i like but i'm still speaking out speaking like not really out about it just speaking of like what i feel um but i i do that because you know it's just relevant to what i what i see yeah um but my point is that like yeah you know you shouldn't dwell on anything though and so you should just do if it's speaking out whatever do that and then you keep know moving, keep, keep it, it pushing moving. right yep. like just just remember to like live for yourself yep get outside um touch grass eat eat well and yeah and find your own peace and the last thing i'll say real quick is that i've been doing a phone cleanse along with a fasting routine recently and i can't recommend it enough um to anybody out there who feels anxious maybe and who wants to achieve their inner peace or find peace in their life i think it starts with turning your phone off and if you have a desktop computer if you have a laptop or another means or another technological means that isn't your phone uh use that when you absolutely have to if 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 your work just like our work involves technology like posting this podcast and creating content then you obviously use it but just literally just turn off your phone for as many hours in your day as you possibly can and you'll see a drastic change or at least i've seen it recently it's like a lot of our anxiety i think is directly linked to this phone that has become in in extension of our being and of our minds and so if you can let that go then that'll clear your mind and then the fasting is also food it's just if you just fast for a while your senses become heightened and you become more present and you think about things that really matter and you're not stuffing yourself in order to distract yourself and you feel less tired and all I'm running on right now, it's currently 6 p.m. I'm just running off of two cups of coffee and yeah, and that's our basically dog it. is barking. <laughs> and our dog is barking. He's saying like, finish it up, wrap it up because I got to go poop or pee. I, I yeah, don't know what he yes, needs to he's do. He needs the bathroom. He needs yeah. a bathroom break. But yeah, a phone cleanse. I'm actually thinking about um, like deleting my like time consuming apps, which is like TikTok, Instagram. Yeah. I'll keep Twitter because I use Twitter for like useful um, things that are in the current uh news kind of thing Mm -hmm. but yeah everything else i'm thinking about getting like a flip phone honestly (laughs) like very seriously scrolling scrolling stuff yeah you know it's not it's like call text and that's all it'll be able to do 
Or just you feel like you're numbing yourself, like mentally. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. But yeah. All right. So with that being said, don't forget. That it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace to the world. Peace.